This podcast contains explicit content, language, and sexual situations. It is intended for adults 18 years of age and older. These thoughts and opinions expressed are not those of any specific employer, group, or individual. Better with the rat race, we decided to sell everything and move to Cancun, Mexico. Now we do what we love. Work, party, and play in the middle of paradise. After 18 years in the lifestyle, we thought we saw it all, but we were so wrong. So wrong. Oh my God, so wrong. Now we want to share the fun that we get to have every day. So come to room 77. Let's play. All right, Lauren, here we are. Better late than never. It's only late for you and me. No one else really knows when we record this. Well, they know now because I just told them. (laughs) It's true. true. We're super behind. (laughs) It's the day before we have to launch. (laughs) And we need an hour of material. Go. Okay. No editing. You have to be completely. You already fucked up. I did. I have to edit that out. (laughs) You do. It's been raining here, and that brings up my first issue that I have to get out of the way. <laughs> Stormwatch, Hurricane 2020, Hurricane Zeta. Was it Zeta? No, Zelda? Virus. I don't know. No, Zika. No, uh, it was Hurricane Zika. Uh, so we're okay. We lived through another hurricane. Next month, we will have another one for you. I assume. <laughs> I hope it's over. This one was weaker, but worse. Yeah. Right? If the crazy. house was shaking, it was everything that I thought the other hurricane was going to be. It's like when you hook up with a couple and you're like, wow, that chick's really hot. <laughs> this is going to be fucking amazing. Right? And yeah. then you get with another girl the next night, not as hot. Mm-hmm. You're like, that shit rocked my world. Yeah. And she was a category one. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> That's what it was like, right? So we were all caught by surprise. uh, And by all, I mean me, right? And the house leaked again, like a sinking submarine. And uh, here we are. We are are afloat. We are living. Yep. Still raining, but yeah, we are alive. Just on a side note, everything is fine with us, except did hear both the Desire Hotels are gone. Yeah, (laughs) they didn't make it. Yeah, they fell down. Everything is ruined. It was a monkey. He flew by. Uh He told me when he went by there, two little legs sticking out from under the structure. (laughs) And it was Alessio, the GM, (laughs) with really pointy shoes. The shoes curled up. And they were pointy shoes, not because he's a witch, but just because he's Italian. (laughs) So that's that news. That's what I heard. (laughs) Speaking of the hurricane, Uh it literally came was it 36 hours or something after after flirty down and dirty our party where we took over we took over the entire country is what we did <laughs> and we're going to tell you about this party which had a lot of sex and a lot of partying a lot of dancing a lot of dancing almost too much dancing a lot of food it was absolutely amazing so that went well and the only bad news is that on a downer note, we lost B. I wasn't sure you were going to bring that up, but... Yeah. She came down with something really serious. It was sudden. Uh, we lost her to to monogamy. Yeah. I don't know. How long ago was it? Two like months September ago? September. September. So yeah. we're going to miss her very, very much. She is in love. She is in a relationship now, which means she cannot do those things anymore uh we wish her the best of luck and we hope that she has nothing but happiness and good sex with the same person for the rest (laughs) of her fucking life over and and over and over but you're 26 i mean it's only for the next 50 years yeah or 70 yeah it's only for the next 70 years you're so gonna have so much fun yeah we love her 
we still care for her deeply, but she is a conflict now. We're, we're sad about it. Yeah, we still talk every day. Everything got turned around when she got infected with the monogamy. Mm-hmm. It spread quickly. You're right. It really did. It was quite sudden. Because at first I thought, oh. She's only been exposed. Just for a little bit. She yeah. just has a few symptoms. And uh-huh. then it came on all at once. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've known other people who've had the monogamy before and, and they were they were fine. And some people are fully recovered. They're in remission. <laughs> and so maybe, wrong. And that can happen to her. She could go into remission. You don't know. Yeah. Or he could catch a case of the lifestyle. I'm not going to wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's not about having monogamy. It's about living with (laughs) Learning to live. Learning to live with monogamy. Maybe, look, you're going to have flare-ups every once in a while. Mm. You know what I mean? There's creams for that. Yeah, you're going to have flare-ups because you're going to go through moments where it's going to bubble up in you. You're going to be like, oh, God, here it is again. And that's okay. Just call your doctor and you say, I'm having having feelings of orgy right now. And that's... (laughs) You know, that's normal. That's normal when you're living with monogamy. Mm-hmm. You can keep that under control with many different things. Religion mm-hmm. is a good way to... Uh, is a great way. Long walks in the woods. Oh, I thought you were going to say masturbate. You can masturbate, but that sometimes leads to the monogamy spreading in your body and mm. it gives you thoughts. It's it's a serious, serious thing, monogamy. You just want to sort of isolate yourself as long as possible and suppress those feelings as much as you can. That's what I would do. The numbing medications work well. Do drugs to (laughs) To numb numb yourself. We love you. It was good while it lasted. It was. We enjoyed every moment with you. She's not actually dead. I want everybody to know that. (laughs) So we had our flirty down and dirty party where we took over this gigantic villa in Playa del Carmen. We're going to do it again. Now, the entire thing was absolutely chaotic from the start because all of the assholes that attended decided to fly in (laughs) at exactly the same time. So when it came to scheduling pickups, which we decided to do ourselves because we're fucking awesome, uh, we were like, I don't know how to be in every place at once. Right. We had Richie, who used to be a playmaker over at Desire, and he was working with us and he was shuttling people. I would have pulled anybody off the street like, hey, Juan, I need you to go pick, pick my friends up at the airport. They're arriving in Terminal 4, gringoey. They'll be kind of slutty. You'll know who they are. So uh, we pick them up. We take everybody to the villa. Uh, some people had to come here. Yeah, first. some people hung out here for like the first part of the morning. We fed them mimosas and light sandwiches. And yeah. Meanwhile, I'm trucking everything <laughs> to the villa, right? There's a family that lives at this villa. They didn't party with us. They live in front. They're like the caretakers, yeah. I guess. There's like a little lady and then another little lady and then a little man and then another little man and a little tiny dog. They were one of my favorite parts of the entire thing. The whole experience. Pedro was part of that clan. Pedro is about probably 157 (laughs) years old. If you were doing a documentary about Mayans Mm -hmm. and you were like, I need to learn everything I need to know about Mayans. And living off the land and like yeah, how to just do everything. Build stuff, sand and sticks. Yeah. If there is a zombie apocalypse ever, I'm going straight to fucking Pedro. Oh, he'll know how to deal with everything. Pedro's going to (laughs) live. He He totally would. Pedro and his little dog Coco who (laughs) 
followed him fucking everywhere. Coco and Pedro. <laughs> That's the name of my new show. They were amazing. So we show up at this house and, you know, first thing, we have to get the bars out. We have the bartenders getting everything set up. Everybody just wants to get naked, right? right? And I'm like, listen, everybody, I want to get naked just as much as you do, okay? But some bitch is showing up and I got to sign some sort of paper, okay? I don't even remember what her name is. And we got to wait for her. The whole family's cool with everything, the people that live there. But she shows up like an hour late. And everybody's just sort of drinking by the pool and everybody's getting set up. All I want to do is get naked. And she's <laughs> she's like, and here's the other bedroom. Like, come on, let's go. Let's pick it up. Let's pick it up. I was watching. I was walking uh-huh. by. Like, hold, telling the people outside, she's in here. Just don't show your cock yet. <laughs> so she teaches me how the safes work. Number, pound, got it. Enter, got it. And she's like, safes are different in every room. Oh my God, lady, you're killing me. Take all my valuables. I don't even want to just get out. So she leaves and immediately everybody gets naked and we start having fun. And I'm not going to go through a play-by-play of the party because it was just four days of ecstasy. That's all you really need to know. My favorite part of the entire party was we took a baby pool, Mm -hmm. right? We blew up this giant baby pool, which was way too large for what we needed. (laughs) So we fill up this baby pool and we get like five gallons of new root gel. And if you don't know what new root gel is, it's like a really slippery, glycerin-y sort of stuff. Yeah, it's they use it for massage, but it's made out of seaweed. So it's naturals and you can wash it off with water, which is a bonus. It doesn't stain everything like our oil from the workshop. Right. So I get in the pool, the baby pool. I strip down naked. I pour this new root gel all over me. And I'm like, all right, everybody, get in the fucking pool. And no one gets in. I'm standing there like an idiot, naked, (laughs) rubbing this crap all over my body. Everybody's looking at me like, what the fuck is he doing? Well, they just were watching you from the actual pool. Like, Like, what what is going on over there? There was a couple there that we actually knew the least. Just such a wonderful surprise for me. I call him Trunks because... The trunks he wore were see-through the entire time, and I just fucking enjoyed that. And so did I. And number two, his his legs are like tree trunks. Oh, right? yeah. And she is yes girl, because you could say, hey, do you want to? Yes, I'll do it. <laughs> you don't even have to finish your sentence. She's just, yes, I have to go to yes girl. You, will you get in this pool with me? Yes, I will. <laughs> she just takes off her clothes and gets in. So I start rubbing her down, and we're all oily all over the pool. And then one by one, everybody sort of starts getting into so then the pool was just filled with slippery slippery uh, naked people hands and legs and parts and stuff all everywhere and then i bet you were glad that that was the size of the pool i got yeah then it was too that it was too small it It went from too big to uh too small and now in the middle of this we had given instructions to the people up front i was like listen here's the deal lady listen we're really nice people okay but i got to be honest with you. If you come back here, you're going to see some shit. Shit. That is gonna- Probably not in your normal Mayan culture. Shit that is going to be burned into your brain for the rest of your life. I just need to warn you. Look, we don't care, but I need to, and this is what I told her, we want to respect you and your family. When you come back here, know that some shit might be going down, which it was in the new pool. <laughs> At that moment, I'm like, this is amazing. Pedro and Coco come walking by. I don't know what he was doing in the jungle. Maybe setting a trap for dinner. I don't know. (laughs) 
but he just looked at us, uh, sort of went on his way. And after that, I was kind of like, well, they really don't give a shit. I mean, they, they don't care. Yeah. I got a little bit of side eye from Coco when Coco <laughs> seemed a little judgy. <laughs> called it flirty down and dirty because we wanted to take people who are in the lifestyle and and people who were not in the lifestyle sort of living on the fringe or living in that spectrum we wanted everyone to be able to to get naked have fun but without feeling like it's gonna be a giant orgy every night or you have to play or you have to match up or something like that it's just kind of whatever less pressure just more relaxation and openness and fun and that's sort of what we wanted to create and I think we did a really good job the last night we had this huge dinner on the beach at the barbecue and we had a huge bonfire on the beach and one of the couples that was there had sort of always been living on the outskirts of the lifestyle right and they had their first experience at our party. I'm really proud of that. And I love those moments. Like, I love being that... The conduit. Yeah. And I think that's why you're saying, too. It's like you felt like you do something. And it's like, I like being that person who's safe. And, you know, you know, I'm not going to be like bender over and <laughs> finger banger or something. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, just- we all hope it leads to that. But <laughs> but I feel the same way. It's like and this is why I think we're going to do really well at the events and the parties and stuff, because I, we really do come from a place. And this is why I think the workshop was so successful, which is like, hey, here's the deal. We're not going to hurt you. We're not going to pressure you. We're not going to make you feel weird. We really just want you to feel pleasure and we want you to have fun. We really put ourselves second. It's more important for us to make you feel good. And that's what's really, really important to us. And I think we gave them that that experience. experience. Yeah, it's super, super cool. I think she did get finger bang too. I think. <laughs> not sure. Well, I'll leave that. We'll leave that in their own bed. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't know what happened. Uh, the only complaint everybody had was not enough Richard. Richard was very busy. Richard was so busy that he didn't get to attend his own party, especially with his lights. I bought my blinky lights, which we talked about in the last episode. Uh They worked very well. Uh, While everybody was having fun, I was dealing with wires and cords and saying to myself, fuck these fucking lights. (laughs) They Uh, were so awesome. I wanted to throw them across the room, though. But So I wasn't able to attend my own party. In the meantime, we're going to talk about all the things that we have coming up, including different countries, the United States, another villa party we're having here in February or March? February, March? Yeah. Both? February into March. Into March. It's Richard's birthday bash. Richard's birthday extravaganza. Yeah. But I have a question, though. What? We're doing Richard's birthday bash, and we are also going to Antigua. Uh-huh. Antigua, Antigua. In, in July. Uh, we want everybody to join us in Antigua. It's going to be amazing. And you can go check out all that stuff at events77.com. All the pictures and info is over there. You're a travel agent. Are you able to do those trips too? Yeah, I want you to. I want you to. Well, you have to book the, I know, but the like, room. But yeah, do the flights through me. That supports us too. All right. I just, I don't know how this works. You sit behind me. I have my back <laughs> is to you. And I just know you're busy all the time. And I don't talk to you. I I would say this. Don't come to hang out with me. Come to hang out with Pedro and Coco (laughs) because they fucking rule. Now, you can't really talk to Pedro. Pretty sure he only speaks Maya. He he spoke limited Spanish, which I thought was super cool. Yeah. And Coco is a dog. So he grins and he wags his tail mostly all the time. (laughs) So go for them. That's what I would do. (laughs) I wish I had a photo. I know. Uh, if any of you are thinking that B fell in love with Pedro, you are correct. Oh my God. And they're living happily with, with Coco. The end. 
Hello, my friend. Welcome to Flirty Down and Dirty. How do you feel right now? Uh, I feel very relaxed. I feel very happy. Describe the past four days here. In heaven, in a dream, an erotic dream. Would you describe it like as a, as a happy ending part, like the whole party was a happy ending? Well, here's the last night, so we'll see if it's a happy ending. Yeah, we'll see if it's a happy ending. Because I have three really, really, really hot ladies here lying on a bed together. And they look like they're doing some sort of shoot for a calendar. Just a quick question, and one at a time. Who's sad here that they haven't had sex with me yet? I do feel like you just are neglecting me. How do you feel that I have not entered you yet? Can you see the, the slow tear coming I've down noticed. my cheek? I've right noticed. Here. When I was napping in my room, I saw you looking inside of my room. It was sad and, and sweet. And then you didn't come out. No, and I, I said, go quietly, away, I'm sleeping. Yeah, I was yeah. quietly weeping in the corner after that. But you did have, my, my penis was in your mouth. Well, there's that, yeah. Would you say that was the highlight of your trip? Oh, absolutely. Was brochure? that the highlight of the trip for you? It's going <laughs> It's going in the brochure. It's one of the questions on the, on the exit survey. How was the food? How was Richard's cock? Okay, I had some amazing food. So yes. the fact that your cock was the best thing that went in my mouth this trip. Me a lot. It means a lot. By the way, you're welcome. <laughs> All right. You, are you sad that you haven't had sex with me, B? When? <laughs> During this trip. Of course I am sad. How many times did you think about having sex with me? A, 10 to 25 times. B, 50 to 100 times. C, over 100 times. Zero. I'm going to default to C. Just wanted to make a brief comment about the villa party that we had down in Playa del Carmen, Mexico. Everybody there went through a COVID protocol safety measures. In fact, 11 out of the 15 people were there already had COVID. And it was very important to us to keep everybody safe. The uh, the people that didn't have COVID got tested and uh, they were not allowed out of the house. That's right. And no one was allowed in. We had very strict <laughs> rules. For those of you who want to scream and holler. Keep doing it. It's free market for us and we thank you <laughs> yeah keep talking about us <laughs> all right now here's something really special from licorice love one of our partners we've been waiting for i think two months or so to launch these cool boxes explain what they are Lauren. the founder series boxes and they are specially curated boxes of sex toys there's a noir box which is more leather stainless steel objects things that would indulge you in that sense and the other option is called blush and that's things that are soft like satin there's a feather in there there's jewels vibrator like seven or eight items in in each box and they pulled certain sex toys to sort of mimic a feel a mood if you will there's no instructions in the box when you open it it's something that you experience together you see the items you see what they are you take the candle you light it and it's a hot wax candle that you can drip on each other and turn into massage oil and so order one of these boxes use promo code room 77 for 15 percent off. Some new sexy time in the bedroom together. A super sexy gift that's not, oh, you bought me a silly dildo looking thing. It's a bunch of items. So it's more of an experience. Put all the stuff up on this episode's page on our website, episode 38. I put up the videos of each box being open and what's inside. And then you could click straight from there and head to their website and purchase the boxes. They are live now. Don't forget to use code ROOM77 for 15% off at LicorishLove.com, spelled I-C-K-E-R. Yes. Licorice. That's right. Not the way you really spell licorice, which I learned last episode. <laughs> so welcome to Flirty Down and Dirty, Room 77's party here in Playa del Carmen. 
first name that comes to your head, who is your favorite person here? Richard. Who is your favorite person here? Lauren. No, I'm going back to you because you were wrong. <laughs> who is your favorite person here? Definitely Richard. Thank you. Who, who is your favorite person here? Not Richard. Who was your favorite person here? Lauren. Fine. Who is asking the questions right now? Richard. All right, I'm going to edit it in where you said Richard. Thank you for that answer. If you could describe this party in a word or a feeling, I've heard orgasmic, I've heard euphoria, I've heard climatic. How would you describe this experience that you have for like four days or so? How would you describe it? Intimate. Oh, that's nice. Here's a question that I had asked down there. On a scale from one to ten, how sad are you that I haven't been inside of you yet? Ten. Ten, right? Is it going to happen? I, I mean, the night is, well, it's not young, but there's still time left. Are you sad that I haven't been balls deep inside of you? Absolutely. How many? Looking forward to it. The person I'm about to ask isn't in the lifestyle, so I'm going to ask her to lie. How sad are you that we have not made love yet? I am so fucking sad. And I don't want to make your husband jealous, but I don't think you were lying, to be honest with you. Yeah, that was pretty sincere. Do you love my villa? We love your villa. Surprise. This is my house. Out of the things that, that you've done here today, what was the thing that you looked forward to when you woke up in the morning? Like, uh, today I can't wait to what? His wife being naked. Do you love to watch your wife dance and you will watch her dance for 15, 20 minutes just sitting there watching it is the most amazing thing. You love watching her dance? Yes, I'm enamored with watching her dance. (laughs) Do you absolutely adore that? Love to dance for him. With the lights, would you say obsessed? That might be an understatement. How do you feel about my life? Um, I don't feel as good about them as you do because you spend so much time on <laughs> <laughs> You've done a great job with the light. Would you say like I am a lighting god? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I feel that way too. Hello, my friend. Hello. Describe everything that you're doing right now. And I want that to include you rubbing your wife's breast. Rubbing my wife's left breast, Uh watching the right one slowly get exposed as her dress slides to the right, and knowing she's not wearing any panties. Beyond that, where are you? What what is going on? We're sitting on the beach in Mexico with a bonfire with a bunch of sexy-ass people after an amazing dinner on the beach. Do you like me more after this party or less after this party? A little bit less. I expected that. I like you more, but I like your wife a lot more. Does that upset you? I think you lit her on fire. I saved her life after I lit her on fire. Debatable. There are no cameras and you can't prove it. True. This is what we know. She did not burn up. She's safe, right? Right, but she got molested. I did have to molest her to put out the fire, but again, she is alive, yes? And she didn't fight it, which was what was concerning the most. I understand that was concerning, but I just just, just need a yes or no. She is alive, yes? Did all her clothes have to come off for this? I, I didn't have a blanket to smother her in, so I figured I would smother her with myself. And you had to lay her down. I also didn't want to ruin my own clothes, so I took off my own clothes. <laughs> to smother her like a blanket. I was a human fire blanket. And get on top of her like that? How I was trained. It would, uh, you go right to your training. You just It just clicks in. And I couldn't see your penis anywhere. I was inside of her. Well, then thank you. That's what I was looking for. You're welcome. Don't forget to go to altplayground.net. It is the website we use to hook up with hot people who are open-minded in a non-monogamous relationship. Right now, they have nine different gender identities, nine relationship statuses, and 13 sexual orientations on their website. That is amazing. If you don't fit into one of those, move to another planet. (laughs) 
So again, APG's mission is to provide a fun and inclusive environment for all non-monogamous and sexually open people. So go check it out. Go check out our community over there where you can message us, ask to see my penis, and I will open up that album. <laughs> it's just an album of just your penis. Just it's different angles. Password, penis. <laughs> We have officially started. Lauren, how is your headphone volume? How does this sound for you? It's good. And I'm going to keep the gum in, I think. Wow. Yeah, I'm going rogue. I'll tell you why, because I'm tired and I just want to be done with this episode. <laughs> I just want to be done with it. I want to wrap it up, give it to the Pony Express and let them deliver it to everybody because I, I can't, I can't anymore. You, you're done. I'm just tired. Yeah. A little cranky. What are you tired from? Just life. Not the gym or? Definitely not the gym. <laughs> I literally <laughs> fell asleep at the gym today. I, I, There was this hot girl. She's kind of hot. I don't know. Sometimes I can't tell if a girl is hot or just extremely young. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's, she's in her 20s. Uh, but no, I've seen her before. And there's like two of her. There's one version of her. And then there's another version of her. I mean, they're two separate people. But one of them is slightly different than the other. I used to always get them confused. I thought they were the same person. I just thought some days she had better days, but it turns out one's just hotter than the other. Uh-huh. And uh, she was there today. And I'm a little obsessed with her stomach. When I was in the gym today, I did a very good job of ignoring her, right? <laughs> because I don't want to be that douchebag. Yeah. Right? She was like doing lots of yoga, stretchy poses. Right. Stuff, which is always hard to ignore. Right. Me not being douchey, I went and got a mat and started doing yoga. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah. I've never done you yoga. You never to even get um, a mat for, for abs or anything. So I was like, I'm going to do, I'm going to do abs. Right. Mm -hmm. And she's like to my left, mm -hmm. right. Probably looking at me, but I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm ignoring her. I'm really busy oh ignoring her. So yes, I lay down on the mat. I'm going to do abs. And then I was like, well, this is really bad for my back. And I don't feel like going to get that little ball. So I'm going to just stretch. <laughs> so I started to stretch in a very yoga-like way to impress her in some way. And then I realized, I don't think this looks impressive at all. <laughs> child's pose, impressive. Is that what I did? Child's pose? I mean, well, I looked at you once and you were doing child's pose. Right. My only two choices are downward dog, which to me would have been way too aggressive, mm -hmm. right? I don't want to let her know on our first date, because that was kind of our first date, <laughs> that... You know, I'm into getting pegged. Uh, so I figured I'll go to, uh, which one did I do? Child's pose. So I go into child's pose and I'm like, well, I'm just going to meditate. She's going to stare at me. She's going to be like, look at him being it in peace with himself. Yeah. Uh, I nodded off for like a minute. <laughs> and I think that that sort of virile energy probably got her a little wet. Yeah. Anyway. I I'm going to ask her next time. She's pretty hot. Maybe, did you see her? Yeah, she's, I don't know how to describe her. It's like her, some angles she's hot and some are she's not. Yeah. But no, I like the way she works out. Today was just a very different day for her. I was aware. Oh, so you've also been watching her. Yeah. That's so creepy, Lauren. Like, <laughs> I can't believe you're just staring at this girl. Because she does some cool stuff. And yeah, she she's got does. a really great ass. Yesterday, she spent a lot of time on the bike. And uh, I don't go to the bike section a lot. Uh -huh. I didn't get to really ignore her efficiently yesterday. But today, today I got to ignore her really efficiently. Last night, we had dinner with the people from the podcast, new with tags, uh -huh. Jamie and Paul. 
not new to us. They are the loveliest people you could ever meet. Yeah. That right? was my texter last night. I was like, thank you for just being y'all. <laughs> yeah. And talk about bodies. Like she has that body that I, that I really like. She was wearing a cute little sundress where I'm like, ah, just bend you over and lift up that little sundress. <laughs> That's like a, a fantasy for me. Like when, when I see girls in sundresses, there's something about lifting up that light fabric and just g- going to town. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That's so funny. Yeah. I wish I could think like a guy sometimes. About oh, you that can. Stuff. I've seen you do it. We had sat on switched sides of the table. So I was sitting next to him and you were sitting next to her and he's such a low talker. Yeah. We just immediately started like bantering, going back and forth. And he just got me so tickled. Like he's really freaking funny. Yeah. He's very funny. He's very smart. He's very dry. Very dry. But he talks very low. <laughs> and he has this really deep, resonating voice. But, but he talks really low. <laughs> and you have to catch it. Now, if you don't remember Paul and Jamie, I really honestly don't remember if we spoke about them. I know they spoke about us on their podcast, New With Tags, about how we saved their lives. Now, what <laughs> happened was last time they were here, they went to the Desire Hotel and, like most people, got very, very ill, mm-hmm. got the COVID mm-hmm. there because you sign the, the release form when you check in <laughs> and then they give you COVID. <laughs> It's, it's on the pen. They they dip the pens in COVID. <laughs> they do. But we were going to take them to the hospital last time and they wound up just getting out of town early or, or something. I can't remember. But B was actually going to take them. They, they were very thankful for that. They bought, they smuggled us in some drugs. Thank you for that. We had a really great time last night. And give them a listen. <laughs> uh, actually, give them a listen for this reason only, really. Even if you don't like their podcast, just keep listening because these two cannot hold one... <laughs> laughing. They can't hold a conversation because they talk about 19 different things at the same time. (laughs) So the podcast makes them focus, at least try to focus on one thing. I laugh about it because my wife is the same exact way. She has a golden retriever brain. She can't actually stick to one subject. You know, they were talking a little bit about the hotel. We're talking about who was there. And it brought back some memories of one of the things that the differences in going there three years after being there every single week, as opposed to going there back in 2012 when we were just as guests. Not unlike, and it doesn't even have to be desire, really. It could be anywhere. It could be a club. It could be anywhere. You know, one of the first things you would do is you'd walk into the hotel, you sort of go through the crowd. Bedhopper said it great. And one of the things that we did with them where they sort of go across the room like RoboCop and you sort of of look and size up all the couples. And that's super normal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I still do it. But we were privileged enough to spend so much time there that we were able to really get in touch with our emotions and our our attractions and what is reality. So I want to sort of break this down into a few different things when it comes to attractiveness. Number one is FOMO. How does that have to do with attractiveness? Well, I got to tell you. Okay. I'm just trying to lay the, lay out the framework. Okay. You know what I mean? That was the foundation. Now I'm putting in the floorboards. Good. I like it. Okay. I'm with you. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Because one of the things that people do is I've booked my trip or I'm going to this party or cruise or insert whatever. Mm-hmm. The first thing that a lot of people, not all, first thing most people do is jump into some sort of social media and say, hey, everybody, I'm going to this. 
Who else is going to be there? Uh-huh. Send me the information. Now, this has become a lot more prevalent. We have a, f- a private Facebook group on the Facebook. You can go join that if you want. It's got the longest <laughs> title, Desire, RM, Pearl, Trip. Richard it, and Lauren's in there. Richard somewhere. and Lauren's in there. So we're going to change that eventually. There's another group out there that is administered by a guy named Gary, and our group is way better than his. <laughs> Right, Gary, suck it. Most people come to our group and say, thank God you started a group because Gary's group sucks ass. Yeah, I was and for stuck- some reason, they always use the term sucks ass. <laughs> I've heard it several times. I got to be honest. I like Gary. Yeah, he's a great guy. Some would even say that I'm gay for Gary. <laughs> but uh, but honestly, I, there's no reason to be in his group. <laughs> I, would just, I would just come over to ours. Yeah. And it's not like you're leaving, Gary. Gary's in our group. Yeah, he's he's in our group. And someday I'll allow him to be a moderator. <laughs> it's just, but uh, even in that situation, you know, people are very quick to say, "Hey, I'm going this week. Who's going to be there? And what you're doing?" You start to get anxious of who's going to be there when I get there. Is this trip going to wind up where I'm going to walk out and I'm going to be like, "I'm not really attracted to anybody here." And this is a weird thing for people to probably wrap their heads around. But th- that sort of falls into the FOMO. It's like. What am I going to miss out on or what am I missing out on if I go the next week or the week before? Yep. This is them trying to ensure some sort of maybe connection or, or whatever. Yeah. I get it. I really do. I would also like to have a glance of people. And we were talking last night with Paul and Jamie and we were like, listen, the one thing we love is turnover. When we open our resort, I'm going to parade the new guests that checked in that day <laughs> like prize cattle. They're going to come. <laughs> Come in the door. <laughs> They're gonna, you know, with a little leash. Maybe they do a little decoutage. Decoutage. I, What's the word when the horses dance? Dressage. Dressage. Oh, okay. Dressage. <laughs> Anyways, at our hotel, when you're at Room Seventy Seven Resort at eleven eleven a.m., put on your best. That's right. But it has to come off easy because we are going to strip you down. <laughs> Uh, and we're going to parade you out by the pool and say, let's welcome all the new guests. Please disrobe, do a full circle, and then go about your day. And you're blindfolded. Now, look, does that seem demeaning? Yes. It seems that way. It, is it something that we would enjoy? Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so, Facebook, but just live. And that will <laughs> save us a lot of time and a lot of energy. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Our resort's going to be great. It is. But the thing that we learned, the thing that we came to learn, I should say, is I used to get FOMO sitting at that resort. You, you not so much. So you would lie in bed trying to take a nap, but you couldn't take a nap because you're so worried about, is there somebody else that showed up at the jacuzzi right now? Or if you were at a party, that is sort of the same thing as being on the wrong floor or in a different room, mm-hmm. or outside, in the outside section, it's like, well, what's happening? Oh, you wind up not really talking to people because you're sort of looking over their shoulder, like all of these mind things that really ruin your time. They just ruin your time. They ruin your vacation. They ruin your party. They ruin They ruin a lot of things. Yeah. Come to find out, and this is the truth, I promise you, you are not missing out on anything. Not the wrong week, not next week, not when you heard, oh my God, we had such a great time. It was such a great party. Yeah. There will be others and you will be a part of something great and somebody else won't be a part of that. But there is no way to trade an experience with another time and another place, you got to drop that crap out. The most important part 
of this is we have come into situations where I'm not attracted to anybody here. Oh, absolutely. Eventually everything works out and you wind up leaving whatever it was. And you're like, oh, it was a good time. Yeah. Sometimes things suck, but that's just life. Usually not in a week. Listen, if you go someplace for a week, especially lifestyle related, and you're like, that sucked. That entire trip sucked. There is something wrong with you. <laughs> there is something wrong with you. There, there has to be. You're around such wonderful, amazing people. You're naked. You're expressing yourself. You're with like-minded people. This vacation should be fucking amazing yeah. for you. Right? And you should let yourself go. And I used to do that sometimes and get lost in the jacuzzi. I would just start talking to people. Yeah. And it wasn't necessarily because I was going to hook up with them. And then you would float off. And then I would pull out of my conversation about the most random shit. Sometimes I'm like, where's my husband? Yeah. But how interesting. And this brings me to sort of the last point of it, which is attraction, which is where we started. There are many, many times over the three years that we were there. Day in, day out, you walk into a place, you don't see anybody, anybody that you would be attracted to on paper. When we say no expectations now, we really mean no expectations because we are aware the attraction to people or to couples can change exponentially by speaking to them, laughing with them, having a good time with them, or them having a negative reaction or Mm -hmm. watching them have a negative interaction with someone. Those things can change very, very quickly. So time and time after again, we've been in situations where we have been talking to someone, not somebody I had really thought of sexually or whatever. A half hour goes by and you're like, I'm really attracted to this person. I didn't even think about it. That happens all the time. So it's very difficult to walk into a place, look at it like a canvas, Uh no matter what situation you're in and say, "Mm, I'm not attracted to anybody here. Spending that energy, even thinking about it, is just a waste of time. You have to go into that situation with your partner and be open because people can change. I know it sounds crazy, but it's, it's like their face and their body morphs in front of your eyes. You have to force yourself to be in the present moment. Do a wide sweep and you're like, no, not really. You're not even trying to get to know any people with their mind, with their hearts, with their thoughts of what they may offer you. Like we go in with a like a prerequisite of how we would judge a soulmate or a life partner. And you can't do it like that for the lifestyle. There's such a different set of rules or set of things that you would judge people by. Not not that I want to say judge, but you have to really just go in and get to know the wonderfulness of the people. And that's sort of, I think, what you mean by the FOMO. If you pull yourself out of the situation and say, I'm not going to hunt in this group, then you're just missing out on not only meeting all the great people that are like-minded and stuff, but there's going to be something in there for you. Yeah. You just have to get to know them. And it may be like you mesh with a couple because they're into something sexual that you guys don't really do and you want to try it or they start getting into your mind or something. And it's just like I have found that a lot. Like I don't really have a type. My type morphs a lot. I like that. That's what I love about the lifestyles. It's so extracurricular. It's so extra. It's, it's a la carte, if you will. And you can just getting out there and allowing yourself to be vulnerable to meet new people and see what you may be attracted to is really cool way to go about 
life in general, whether it's the party or the vacation or the whatever. So everyone, keep it open with yourself, with your partner. Allow your partner to be attracted to things that you might not think she or he might not be attracted to because like Lauren says, it changes sometimes, right? There's too many people out there who speak for their partner all the time. Oh, I hate when that happens. You know, but I, I'm guilty of it. I, you would be into that. Yeah, kind of am into that. Yeah. Or you're attracted to him. That happens all the time. Now, I think I know what your type is. Your type is men that look like they can kill me in, <laughs> in hand-to-hand combat. Yeah. Anyway, allow yourself to go out there and talk to everyone. Allow yourself, your mind to be open when you're talking to somebody and you're connecting and that energy starts to mix. Those things that you thought were important, when you were looking at everything in a sort of canvas view, they all start to melt away. They all start to fade away. That is such an amazing human quality. Then I'm going to go off on a tangent here because... (laughs) Because why not? I'll just do the next episode in this one. I'll just keep going. This experiment on birds, right? Where the birds have to find a mate. And they took a little piece of paint and they painted one side of the bird, making the bird pattern unsymmetrical. And that bird would not be chosen as a mate. Oh, yeah. The bird would look at the bird and be like, no, dude, you're all unsymmetrical and fucked up. I don't want to mate with you. You're going to fuck up the gene pool. Mm -hmm. I'm out. And Mm -hmm. then they would fly away. And then the other bird would just be left there alone, sad and addicted to opioids. (laughs) That's how addiction starts. Uh, the, the ones that were symmetrical, they chose. So it is animal behavior. But humans have this amazing quality where maybe you are unsymmetrical. And maybe that is the first thing that you see. But yeah. when, you, when you start to speak to them and that energy starts to happen... Uh, between human beings, all of that starts to fade away. It starts to become a feeling. Right. What well, my point is, is the bird's not going to stick around and be like, well, let me get to know this bird, <laughs> see where he's flew around to, let me check out his nest. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he builds a mad nest. Beautiful, girthy beak. <laughs> No, they're not going to stick around. Porn is the bird seeing the symmetrical bird. You're sitting there. You have no emotional involvement. And you're going to click on whatever makes you excited. And if you're not into it anymore, you just click away. That is the animal in us. But the human in us is the socialization. That's something that is really unique that we're able to to practice and do. So do that for yourself. Do it for one another. The end. Yeah, that is it. All the tangents we have for you today. Listen, I have to, uh, I don't know what I have to do. <laughs> edit. I got to edit this crap. <laughs> Tomorrow, I hope that girl's at the gym and we do yoga together. I'm coming in with yoga leggings, like Lululemon <laughs> and a new mat. I'm going to see if I can buy a fake man bun to put on my head. Oh my God. I think she'd be into that. Anyway, yoga tomorrow, one o'clock with Sarah. I I think she looks like a Sarah. Or a a Lindsay. Lindsay, that's better. Yeah. Yoga tomorrow with Lindsay. I'm coming with a mat. In fact, I'm going to change that. I'm not going to wear Lululemons. I think I'm going to wear really short, loose shorts with no underwear. Oh. Yeah, let my dick fall out. (laughs) 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 That'll that'll tell me where she stands. All right. I'm coming for you, Lindsay. (laughs) All right, Lauren, I have to go. I love you too. 
All right, Lauren, we got to get out of here. It's enough. We have a workshop. We have a live workshop to do tonight. I have to shower before we do it because I can smell I can smell myself right now. Don't tell the people that. Well, I can. And if I take my hand and I rub it on my balls, oh my do you want to smell this? It's disgusting. <laughs> Honestly, just smell it. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> You're smelling it. It's really bad. <laughs> Oh, God. Anyway, bye. You better wash your hands. I You're going to touch your laptop after that. I'm going to pick my teeth. <laughs> All right, hurry up because we have to get out of here. Okay. Tell everybody, what, what are you addicted to this month? I'll tell you what I'm addicted to first. I'm addicted to doorbells. I got a handy, nifty on sale. Hello, doorbell. And I'm addicted to watching the front door on the computer. Now, the thing is that's awesome about this thing is that it recognizes faces. And I was like, well, that's exciting. And then I realized no one comes to our house. So it only knows you and me. Well, it took a while to get to know you. It was like, some lady is at your door. Yeah. I'm like, honey, this is insulting. Yeah, it still gets you wrong sometimes. I don't like like it. There's a stranger, stranger danger. (laughs) And then uh, I had to call my friend for the electrical wiring. I was like, hey, man, are you an electrician? He's like, sort of. I'm like, good enough. How do you wire a doorbell? And uh, he sent me some diagrams. That's what I love about the lifestyle community. Just reach out to anybody and they'll just drop anything. Yeah. From thousands of miles away, uh, help me wire my doorbell. Why? Awesome. Uh, because we were naked together at some point. That's that's the reason. That's how it rolls. You call any vanilla friend and they're like, what? They're horrible people, vanillas. <laughs> Say that horrible. No, we have some good vanilla. What people. are you, What are you addicted to? I am literally addicted to celery. It is the worst vegetable ever. I literally can't stop thinking about celery. I guess my body needs something in it that it has. It's so weird. Here's the thing about your addiction. Number one, it will make you more regular. And number two, I think your semen is going to taste really sweet. <laughs> Maybe I'm pregnant. Tell them about Bikini Addiction. Uh, Bikini Addiction, we are going to give away free bikinis if you book five nights or more. You can go to Desire, you can go to Hedo, you can go wherever you like. You're Um, a travel agent now, so anybody can go anywhere they want now. So if they go anywhere they want, do they still get a free bikini? They do, as long as you spend $2,000. Let me get this straight. So I'm going to stay at the Courtyard Marriott. Yeah. I'm going to stay there for business. Right. And I'm going to spend $2,001. Oh. Do I get a free bikini? (laughs) I'll send you a free bikini. Really? That's true? If you book through me, yeah. I hope somebody does, though. I go in my little travel portals and I look up prices. I did someone today, actually. I booked four people on a flight. Did they get a bikini? (laughs) Why? Because they didn't go to the Courtyard Marriott. No, they didn't spend $2,000. I think I get it. You can still support us by using promo code ROOM77 and get 10% off. A lot of you guys did last month and it was very also. I get very excited. I get an email every time. All right, last but not least, those lovely patrons who get, they got uh, half of the this podcast early this month. Yeah, they did. That was fun. We got a lot of good comments on that. Yeah, they funny. really enjoyed that. <laughs> who are the new patrons that bought their way into our lives this month? <laughs> we have Jason Gill, Magnus, Danook, Javier, McMurrin, T. Scott, Tracy and Will, Chris, T.R., Mr. Mace, Andy and Yulia, Caleb, Molly, Genevieve, Drew, Eve, Anand, Drew, Sasha, Fuego Studios, Brian C., Dennis, Mark C, Thanos, Michael Rack, and CJ Crazy, Jeff, Lee Dan, Robert, Lisa, OSL 2020, Francois, David Kern, Mr. Phillips, David Bolton, Aaron and Joanna, Lisa Sam, Michael Johnson, Dan, Deanna, Madeline, Ted Spike, P and K H G, Stephen Davis, 
Chris Tierney and Todd. Thank you all, Patreons, for, for all of your support. Does anybody else call them Patreons? Well, no, it's the word of the company. Oh, well. All right, I have to go take a shower and get this stench off of my body. Do something. Do you want to smell my finger? No, don't touch me. <laughs> and that about does it for us. For more information, visit us at room77life.com. Thanks for stopping by Room 77. We had a blast. Now get your clothes and get out.